favorite part about Halo Infinite is oh. the shop. Like, there's so many things the you shop. stuff. Hey, Toby, Toby, are you ready for the first episode of the podcast tonight? Tonight? Uh, no, I'm away at a convention this evening. It's the first episode of the podcast, Toby. I didn't know you were at a convention. I told you I'd be away at a convention on Saturday. Hey, Dan, so just don't forget, I'm going to be at Con on Saturday. I need you to just take care of things at the house. If there's any parcels for me, just take them in this Saturday. Don't forget, okay? Uh -huh. Um, I need you to take care of my washing and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I won't be about, all right? Sure, sure. Okay. Toby, I told you, the first episode of the podcast is this Saturday. Hey, Toby, 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 we've got a name for the podcast, and I'm really, really excited to get started, and we're going to call it Content House. Really, nice. really excited for it. I think we're going to do the first episode this Saturday. Nice, cool, yeah, okay, this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, this Saturday, make sure you're there, okay? This Saturday? I'm there, you got me. I'm, I'm all about it. Excellent, make sure you're there, this Saturday, good, good. Oh, no, I need to find another guest. Oh, no, well, what about Phoebe? Where'd she go? No, 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 no! This is not the time! Ah! No! Falug's calling me. Hello? Uh, what am I doing? I'm streaming some PvZ right now. I just lost a game. Thanks, by the way. Wait, you want me? Wait, right now? Yeah, I can come. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Guys, Falug says that you guys should Twitch Prime right now. Don't worry, I told him. I can't believe that Boris Johnson can have a party in his own place and try and deny it. It's literally insane. It's literally insane. I don't know why I bother paying that time. Oh, Candy. Now, what was he doing? Hello? What? Now? Are you insane? Park, I'm literally out in central London. Like, I can't come now. Is he in a podcast? It's gonna change the world. Say no more, I'm coming right now. Welcome to the very first episode of Content House. My name is Falcone, I will be your host today and every week. And of course, as usual, I am joined by two guests. Who have we got this week? You've seen them in the promo, here they are. It is Jamobo and Zero here in the content house. <laughs> How are you doing, guys? Jamobo, it's good to have you here. Oh, no, it's, it's really nice to come here and actually see your, your setup and all, all in the flesh. Um, and it's obviously great to see you guys again. It's been a while. It's been last time I saw you was November. A little bit more recent for you, but I feel like we didn't get enough time to hang out in November. So it's good to see you again. I think that it's a little joke in the, in the intro video is that like on an island nearby, but by, people might not actually know that Zero, you actually... You live on an island, right? I do actually live on an island, yeah. So there's a below the UK, there's a tiny little island called the Isle of Wight. It has about 160,000 people. I've lived there like the last six years, but yeah, a tiny little island. Um, luckily, I can be separated because you guys need that. And Jamobo, you're you're where you're where the parties happening. You're in central London. You're yeah. you're living it up. Yeah, well, like some people say I am the party, so you know, I kind of naturally flock there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I should probably do a little intro to to what this is. This is Content House. This is going to be a weekly podcast every Saturday live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Falcone. So shout out to anyone watching live, but it'll also be on all the podcasting apps afterwards, Spotify, iTunes, and it'll be on YouTube as well. Um, every single week, we're going to have various content creators over, hopefully with different backgrounds and different experience, all to come and, and just, just chat. 
just 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 talk about stuff just which is you know, great. <laughs> which is great. What's what's not to love about that? My housemate Toby, Birdkeeper Toby, will be here most weeks as well. He picked the first week to go and do a convention instead. More important than the first week of Content House. So shame on you, Toby. Shame on you, Toby. This will be remembered. The first ever time you weren't there. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of shame on you, Toby, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to the first house prank that we've had going on over the last few weeks in, in the house uh, and you guys i've even managed to get you guys in on it yeah um yeah, but basically i will by the way well against jerome was I, I was i was happy to oblige <laughs> zero was quite into it <laughs> basically we've got these security cameras on the front and back of the house and every time the, that someone enters and exits there's a little uh it'll pop up on our phone that says movement detected and so i thought it'd be really funny if every time me or, or, or one of my housemates, Jake or Phoebe, entered or left the house, we said something rude about Toby. Um, <laughs> and I, I managed to get these guys to, to get in it. It's Jim Obo once, zero, zero was quite into it. Oh yeah, I zero. kept going. Hurling the expletives out there. They but... made me Toby, I swear. <laughs> um, but I got a text about an hour and a half ago from Phoebe. Like, she's away with Toby at this convention, but I got a text from Phoebe saying, he knows. So I think I think the jig is up. I mean, hopefully. You, yeah. Otherwise, you've just given it away now. <laughs> unless you, you and Phoebe have got some other secrets and the wraps. Then I'm sure. I'm sure there will be other house pranks. There might be one being played on me right now. I don't know. True. I don't know, but yeah, we're we're definitely having a lot of fun here. Um, and it's great to have company. It's great to have you guys over. I spent the morning, uh, I told you guys, cleaning. This room isn't super clean. Like You can't see it on camera, but there's cables trailing literally everywhere behind the scenes. And of course, a lot of you will just be listening, which is uh, which is great. You definitely can't see the cables everywhere. But um, it's a work in, work in progress, setting up this podcast, trying to work out how it's going to come together. I hope this works, by the way. I hope that, I hope that someone's listening to this right now. I hope that... You know, hope it comes together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there will be. And if you are listening, uh, just just a big thanks for uh, for enjoying this with us. Um, <laughs> I meant more just like I hope the recording works. Oh, right. <laughs> that's what I meant. Like, <laughs> someone's listening. That's fine. It's, I'm just like I hope there's something for them to listen to. Yeah. It says recordings and the bars moving, so that's good. <laughs> We're all good. Anyways, let's do a little a little introduction because we all met and a, a lot of the people that I have on the podcast, I think, are going to be people that have met through Among Us. Um, and that's sort of pretty much how we met. Is that is that fair to say, guys, we met through Among Us? Definitely. Think? Yeah. yeah, in in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, Who would have thought such a simple game would bring so many people together? Oh, it was great. It was great back in the day. I say back in the day like it was a long time ago. It was a year ago. ago. <laughs> Back in the in the good old days, no, but it really was great. I feel like I've known you guys longer than a year though, because that's all it's been is a year. Yeah, I well, feel it feels longer than that. I think I first started watching Falk probably back in November, and that was through Britsy. So that's a of, weird sentiment, that, yeah. isn't it? I first started watching you <laughs> through <laughs> through your windows, and <laughs> but no, no, it was good. Yeah, that that was pretty much it. Britsy introduced us and managed to wear my way into a lobby. Um, and then that's how we met Zero through through Among Us as well. But I actually and found him on the directory. That was when you were known as Mr. Cautious. Yeah, so I've actually had whoa, a few. Whoa, whoa, I did not know this. <laughs> I what? did not know this. No. No, so, well, telling the truth, that wasn't even my first name. I was actually um, Reckless Jimmy for a little bit, which in <laughs> itself is quite weird. But the story behind that... Reckless Jimmy, I didn't know this one. No. 
<laughs> so a lot of my friends, I have a lot of nicknames um, and a lot of my friends call me Jimmy. And I went through a, pe- a phase where I was pretty reckless. I'd be like, what are you doing? You need to calm down, you're reckless. So I just became known as Reckless Jimmy. And then it became uh, almost like a DJ alias because a few of my mates DJ and stuff. And then as I sort of simmered down and became uh, more normal again, my friends were like, oh, you're, you're a lot more cautious these days. <laughs> You're like Mr. Cautious, and then that's how that name came about. <laughs> so where did your mobile come from? It was kind of it inspired like people like Falk and Britsy, who was previously called Brit Life, I think, and she changed to Britsy. I didn't know that. Um, and I felt like I had no personal brand. I think it's quite nice having your name involved in your name in some way. So I literally just sat on the internet and typed in every possible variation of my name, and that was one that wasn't taken. I thought it had a bit of a catch to it, and that was it. Okay, and where did where did zero fusion come from? Ver ecology class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Back in Black Ops Two, when I like before I started doing YouTube, well, it was I think it was around about when I started doing YouTube. Initially, I searched for Minecraft videos on like Hunger Games when it was on the Xbox 360. Ended up finding someone who I'm still really good friends with now who was like, oh, I'm just about to record a video if you want to jump on. So I ended up just jumping on with that video. They were really small at the time. But I really enjoyed being in the video. We started making like Minecraft maps together and stuff, which then got me into making videos. And then when I became part of this clan, which was the Zero X clan, I needed to come up with a last name. And I was between Flux and Fusions, and that's when Fusions was brought. But I don't even like the X Fusions anymore because it makes me think about Call of Duty clans. So right. I just want to be Zero. But yeah, that's where that came from. I always think it's really interesting to talk to people about how their their names came about. Because I mean, my name history is really weird in itself. I was, my first online alias, my first like Xbox name was Damon2. And <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a reason for that. And that is that um, it was supposed to say Dan Man, right? Dan Man was taken. So I was like, okay, Dan Man 2. I was like, I was like 10, like, you know. Dan Man 2, okay. But I typoed it and missed the N. Oh, no. <laughs> so it ended up saying, to me, I thought it said Duman 2. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. But of course, whenever I was on comms, like playing Halo 3 on comms, be like, hey, Damon. I was like, oh, I'm Damon now. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up, uh, and then I was, I was Falcone Punch 55. Was that to do with Minecraft? When I no no no, so that was when I first made my Twitch account. I, I never expected to stream. I was just making the account to to watch, to, you know, talk and chat. And it's Captain Falcon, you know, Falcon Punch, and I'm Falcone. My last name's Falcone. So it's like Falcone Punch. That's funny. It's taken. So out of fifty five, <laughs> uh, and then I went from I was I went from Falcone Punch fifty five to Falcone HS for Hearthstone, from Falcone HS to Falcone Hosts because I started doing not just Hearthstone hosting, and then I ended up somehow with Twitch TV forward slash just Falcone. Not just Fal- Falcone. I'm not just James. It's just, um, yeah, we don't, we don't speak about just James on, uh, on this podcast. I personally like James. I don't know about you, but you know. I'm only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I wanted to ask you guys about content creating in general and how you first got into it. Because I think that's... It's probably something I should dig into for every guest I have on, on the podcast. Like, what what got you started and what keeps you going? So uh, let's let's start with you first, Jamobo. Like, what 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 first brought you to Twitch? So I guess it's kind of a long journey that probably started back when I was maybe like ten or eleven years old. Um, 
I always wanted to make content in, in, in some shape or form. I used to watch loads of big YouTubers and I originally bought all the gear. Like I bought like a, like the old equivalent of a, of a capture card back in the day that was like a little USB thing. It was, it was terrible. Was it the Roxio? Um, something like that, yeah. And I bought it and I, I never used it. I was like too scared that I'd get bullied at school or whatever. So I kind of just put it to bed. And then back again when I was 16, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give it another go. So I bought an Elgato HD60 at the time. Same thing. I never ended up doing anything with it because I thought I'd get bullied at school or whatever. And that kind of fizzled out. And then when the pandemic started, um, I used to live with uh, three other lads and we were obsessed with Warzone. We literally played Call of Duty nonstop. Um, and I was like, we're, we're actually hilarious. I was like, we should record this and we should do a duo. So we had a sofa kind of like this. Um, and we called ourselves the Boneyard Boys because <laughs> on the map there, there was a point called the Boneyard and we always used to drop there. Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, we should record this. It's hilarious. So I rebought all the gear. I had my laptop and like a crap ring light and we set it up in my lounge um, and it was terrible. But I was like, you know, this is this is fun. Um, I should do this more often. And then someone told me that Brit, my friend from back home, he might know as Britsy, um, had been streaming for a while and had some success with it and was enjoying it. And I was like, well, Brit can do it. Brit's a, a nice person from back home. Like Brit's respected. You know, Brit doesn't get bullied. I can do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I had this realization that who cares what people think anyway, if I want to do something that I'm going to enjoy, I'm gonna pursue it. So just went for it, bought the minimal gear, Logitech C920, the webcam that everyone has, um, started streaming Warzone again, and it was and, terrible. And when so. was it that you started? Like, when did you, when was this? Um, so my first stream was actually on November the 1st, 2020. 2020, oh, so pretty recent. Yeah, so just a little over a year now. I just hit my one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't realize oh, yeah. it was, you've only been streaming like just over a year. Yeah, yeah, literally 12, just over 12 months. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Expert, see? Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, and that's super cool that you, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people probably had gaming channels when we were, when we were younger. Me and Toby and, uh, and our other housemate, Jake, and a few others had two gaming channels when we were at school. Because, you know, again, with the Elgato HD60, the classic, we had our own channel. And then we were also part of a bigger channel that some friends at school had made where we did our, our section, our part of it. I don't want to... Look, you can find these videos online and I don't know what, what's in them or what we say. Like, I'm scared of what's in them or what we say. <laughs> so I'm not going to, like, actually out the name. But what I will say is that our housemate Jake called me and Toby the other day and said, guys, wasn't, wasn't this the YouTube channel that we used to, used to make, the gaming one? I was like, yeah, that's it. Why? He said, it just randomly came up in my recommended on YouTube. Amazing. <laughs> so um, that, was, that was odd. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the thing that we did as well. It was good fun. So Zero, come on then, talk me through yours. Cause you're, you're the PVZ guy, you're plants yeah. versus zombies. So I, I've been doing YouTube cause obviously I stream on Twitch, but I'm bigger on YouTube and that's where I've been mostly known from, uh, with plants versus zombies. I initially started making videos on YouTube in like 2013 and like you, I also had a second channel. Well. I started making music videos on YouTube, playing guitar and singing. Oh, really? I are, yeah. they, are they still up? One of them is. Right. I'll try and pick that up. <laughs> One of them is, but um, I made those for a bit, so I uploaded videos there. Then I mentioned before the friend with Minecraft, they started making videos, and then I kind of like got involved with them, which then made me interested in making gaming videos. So the camcorder that I recorded my music videos with, I literally plopped it down, 
looked at, directly at a TV screen and just tried to record videos. And those are still on YouTube on another channel. Wow. Um, of literally just a camera at the screen. But then eventually I did get the Elgato Game Capture HD. I ended up having just a microphone just plugged in and just recorded that way. Um, and then just kind of went from there until I got my Xbox One where one of my friends said, oh, you should get Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. I had never heard of this before, but I got it. It was like a Plants vs. Zombies game of like a third-person shooter, and I loved it. It's like a, it's, for anyone that doesn't know, it's like, it's kind of like a hero shooter, isn't it? It's kind of like an Overwatch yeah. type, type deal, right? Um, in, in, a, in a sense, yes. So it's like, think of like a Call of Duty game. It's that with a Plants vs. Zombies spin in third person. So you have many different classes, Pea Shooter, Sunflower... And then they have variants, like elemental variants, like one might be fire, one might be ice. Right. And they've got so many different variants for the plants, same for zombies, and then it's just like Team Deathmatch. So where did you and find your your biggest sort of success jump with, with Plants vs. Zombies? Because you've got some successful videos. So the first video I made did okay, like pretty good for the time of when I was making videos at the time because this is even 2013 when i started making plants versus zombies i didn't even have a thousand subscribers so when you YouTube. say it did okay what, what sort of numbers are we talking well, i mean i think it was like three thousand views at the time okay yeah which was good. which was really good it's really good and then the second video i did was like how to get coins really quickly in the game mm -hmm. classic that, tutorial okay. yeah that did that got maybe within like a week it had like 150,000 views That's insane. which was my first explosion i literally i just remember i would just refresh and i'd have another subscriber and then I would refresh and there'd be another subscriber. And I was like in a voice chat at the time. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. It's mad, isn't it? But, and, then, but then I think like, also, I don't know that that could be replicated today. Like the things change so quickly with the YouTube algorithm and everything. I, I feel like because it was Plants vs. Zombies has been known for the mobile games. Yeah. That being a third person shooter was so different. It was unique. And that's what made it so special. Um. And then on top of that, with it only releasing on Xbox One initially for like months, if you didn't have an Xbox One, you couldn't play it. Right. So I feel like that helped as so well. So you think people but... really wanted to watch it? Yeah. But I feel like there was, there was other people I knew that made videos and they started off with Plants vs. Zombies, who then went into other into the mobile game industry, like Clash of Clans and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. they have 3 million subscribers now or something like that. But they started doing Plants vs. Zombies at the same time sort of when I did. But I, I loved the game. I fell in love with it and I just kept making videos on it and kind of went from that awesome well there you go it's certainly worked out you've got five videos with over a million views six i think so i'm not sure honestly i don't know i it's i it's been the last time since i, I mean, checked that is insane yeah that is because you've got your your sub count i think is very similar to toby's you're just shy of two hundred fifty thousand. i think like 245 something like and that i yeah. think toby recently hit two hundred fifty thousand. And he's still waiting for his first million view video. Like yeah. He, he's, he's just released, um, to be fair, I don't know how well this is done. I haven't checked recently, but he's just released his hundred and something Easter eggs in, in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, and he's got uh, some of his PokeTuber friends are saying, this is the one. This is the hundred view video. Yeah. So uh, he'll see. But yeah, you've, you've beaten Toby to that punch. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to like videos exploding like that, like when I did the first video to reach a, a million views was my a parody on Plants vs. Zombies from The Wanted Chasing the Sun. I feel right. like at the time when I released that, which I think was 2014, music parodies for video games were still very popular then, so that obviously helped. But then other videos, 
one of them is a Fortnite dance for 20 seconds dancing. That's like the most stupid, ridiculous video ever where they're just dancing in sync. And for some reason, that's been watched like 5 million times. I've just, uh, I've just checked real quick. I've just checked Toby's, uh, Toby's YouTube channel. Whoop, just gonna try not to throw my phone across the room. So it's, it's over 100 hidden secrets, Easter eggs in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, it's 125 according to the thumbnail. It's been up for seven days and it's on 233,000 views right now. Looking good. It's his most popular video in quite a long time. So maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is his That's the type of video, video where Fingers people... Fingers crossed, Toby. That's the type of video where people, like, for months and months, people are going to be wanting yeah. to find secrets yeah. and stuff. So it's going to keep You know, getting... the mad thing is, he got it out, he got it out fairly quick after Legends of Arceus released. Like, you know, it, it took him over a week or so, but he, he got it out as quick as he possibly could. But like, he was saying to me, it's mad that there just, there aren't any others out yet. That's the only one. He's like, what's everyone doing? Yeah. Whereas, like, this is this is such a mad opportunity and no one else is yeah. doing it. Obviously, he's glad no one else did it in time because it means less competition for him, more people get him clicking on that. But like, he thinks that it's weird that there's not loads of videos like this already. There's a few like five Easter eggs, five, but he's like, there's no other hundred Easter egg videos. And, That's yeah. the sort of stuff I kind of like grasped onto is that I used to do a lot of like either tutorial videos or news videos but as particularly with the last plants versus zombies game that came out in the single player stuff there was a lot of collectible items you could find like hidden chests right. and secrets and puzzles and i did videos on how to complete these puzzles um there was one of them where you had to like pull levers to kind of like turn these shapes around to kind of match a shape yeah that was so difficult i ended up spending hours figuring out exactly how many times to pull each lever to do a tutorial so someone could just watch the video walk in completed in like a minute <laughs> Or something like that, if they're really struggling. And those sort of videos did really well you, as well. You know what annoys me about this? Because there is definitely, and there has been for years, there's been this tutorial meta on YouTube. The one thing that annoys me about it is that if I ever just want a simple answer to a question for anything, whether it's I'm setting up a piece of equipment or anything, you, you Google it and you never just get like, the one sentence you need, which is to answer your yeah. question, you get a list of YouTube videos. How to do this? And they're all about three or four minutes long. And it's like, I don't want to watch an intro and then a guy solving the problem in like two seconds and then an outro. Like, I just, I just want my answer. Yeah. But this like YouTube is obviously such a, a big thing on, on Google and everything. That that's what you get when you look for pretty mm -hmm. much anything these days. You get a YouTube video. You, you, you do get videos. Sorry. That's <laughs> right. I was just going to say that's almost a flaw in the YouTube algorithm itself though, right? Because it, it favours watch time. So if they made a video that was 10 seconds long and actually solved the problem straight away, yeah. you may not even find that information because it might not do, do so well. So it's kind of, for informational videos, it's a bit of a flaw in itself with the, with the way that it works. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like it, people try and push videos... It used to be 10 minutes, it's now 8 minutes. They would push a video to be 8 minutes long for the watch time, for the extra ad revenue that you could get It was from it 12, then like 10, that. then 8, right? Yeah. I think. It had to be like that for you to put like ads in the middle and stuff yeah. like that. So people push towards that. So they kind of like, for something that could be told in 5 minutes, they drag it out yeah. for those 8 minutes and stuff. What I think is mad when it comes to YouTube ads is that everyone like, everyone complains about YouTube ads, right? People always complain about them. I've got YouTube Premium because I don't, I don't want to watch YouTube ads. But statistically, nobody stops watching videos because of YouTube ads. Like that's, well, not nobody. I'm sure someone has. Like someone's gonna gonna comment or something and say, "No, wait, no, I have." Yeah, sure. But statistically, it, views uh, ads don't seem to affect videos in in any bad way. 
Um, and so the, again, the correct thing to do when you're making a YouTube video is genuinely to put as many ads in as possible because YouTube is more likely to push the video out if they're going to make more money from it. Yeah, they, they used to annoy me. Um, and there, there would have been times where I would potentially click off a video if I was hit with a big ad. But once you start creating content and you understand how much that's actually supporting mm -hmm. the person, then you're kind of like, I'm, I'm actually quite happy to watch this ad because yeah. I know that the that's, impact that it's having. That's where I'm at. Like, I know a lot of people have used Adblocker in the past. I don't use that because yeah. I get paid from ads and stuff yeah. like that. So I don't want to. But apparently if you click skip on an ad, that thing counts as a, you don't get anything for that. Really? Apparently. No, I, don't I don't know if it's the true. case or not, but apparently if you if it's like of an ad if it's like an ad that's like twenty seconds long and you can skip after five seconds, if you could skip, apparently that doesn't count for anything. That can't be true, can it? I'm not hundred percent sure, but that's apparently what I've heard in the past. Huh. I've never heard but that. But typically before. those skip ads are like three minutes long, so yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna watch three well, minutes. Well that's the thing, right? Like that's hmm. Guess uh, some further research required. Let us know if you if you're watching <laughs> or listening and, and you know the answers to this question. <laughs> Um, I wanted to say earlier that Jimobo, you're 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 here to look pretty, but then I but then I realised that that a lot of people will be listening because it's a podcast, so they right. don't get to. So we do need you to. Anyone looks pretty next to me, so yeah. yeah. For for those that are just listening, just imagine Brad Pitt <laughs> in a twenty-seven-year-old body. That's basically who's sat here right now. <laughs> <laughs> there was an Easter egg in there as well. If anyone, if anyone, if anyone knows what I was referring to, but it may it may come to light in a, in a couple of days. I'll have to rewatch this back and try oh, to figure okay. it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would let anyone that, that got that feel smart rather than try and try and get you to spell it out for us. And uh, and yeah, well, there you go. That is um, that's a little bit of, of Zero's history and a little bit of Jamobo's more recent history, I guess. Let's talk about Among Us then, because uh, that is, again, that's sort of the game that brought us together, that brought a lot of people together. Um, some people will, will be getting married having met on Among Us, I'm sure. And, and I find that hilarious because their relationship, how they got to know each other was by lying to each other. Like, that's how we got to know each other, each other <laughs> killing people and lying about that's it. That's, that's isn't that brilliant. funny? Like, that's, um... Relationships are meant to be built off trust, not lying. Well, why not both? True. Why not both? There, there can be a little bit of lying in trust, right? Is that... Uh... Yeah, sometimes... I don't know if any of you have ever watched... Um power or any of the power series but in the in the one of the spin-offs in power book ghost they have these these lessons where they they basically have like a philosophical question and they all discuss it and it's something like you know is lying good or bad a question like that for instance so i think there are cases where lying can be a good thing and could potentially bring you closer together you know you could be lying to protect someone or you could be lying for for whatever reason yeah it, it can be a good thing as well right Sure. Yeah. If you're if you're trying to hide a surprise or something like that, and they're asking what what are you doing or something like that, you lie because you don't want to spoil the surprise or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There are there are there can be noble reasons to lie. Okay. Sure. But killing people in Among Us probably not not the noble reason to. <laughs> hey, to you're lie. assigned to to do a job. Okay, you got to do that job. I'm sure we all signed a contract to the devil. You got to do your job, or you know. Now, zero. You still play Among Us, right? Occasionally maybe once every week or once every two weeks or something like okay. that. Okay. Not too frequently. It just happens to be when you want me to play Halo is when I'm actually yeah. playing in the lobby. <laughs> what do you think of the game right now? I feel like the mods are keeping it going. I'm looking forward to the to the VR version. That's what I'm excited for that because that's going to add a whole new element to it and kind of put you in the game. But I feel like it's getting very confusing with so many roles. I did like mm -hmm. the whole simplified and just the deduction of trying to figure out where it is rather than 
you know, there's 10 people in the lobby, it, four people can kill. It feels very much, now that I'm not hosting lobbies myself, it feels like the, the lobby, lobbies that I've joined recently have been sort of like, all the roles on, all of the crazy settings. One example, this one, this one's been annoying me for over a week now. I'm just going to get it out of my system, okay? Medic. We managed to get Medic in a really good place. So for those of you that, that don't that don't know Among Us very well, don't know the roles, Medic in Among Us had a role where you can give another player a shield. Um, and originally when Medic came out, they would see that they've got a shield. So they'd know when they get it. So they'd be able to guess who it was that gave it to them because it'd be whoever's standing close to them. And they it's like they can hard clear the Medic as a good guy immediately. And also when the shield gets broken, it disappears. And so they already also know who an imposter is because the imposter tried to kill them. We managed to get Medic into a really good position in my lobbies where only the Medic themselves can see the shield. So they don't get the hard clear because the person that receives the shield doesn't know they're shielded. Um, and that meant that, that there were no stupid hard clears happening. The Medic still did a thing. The Medic got an alert when someone tried to kill the player, but because the Medic wouldn't have been standing near them necessarily it's not perfect information but some information is just a really fun dynamic people don't play with medic like that anymore no medic can see the shield person shielded can see the shield when someone tries to kill you then then you know it, why 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 do people not play like that i don't get it yeah i think the thing that annoys me the most is with all the neutral roles and imposter roles now a sheriff has like a 70 percent chance of getting their shot correct by right, by chance yeah. So what's they, the point in that? They that have just enabled takes a, away. They have enabled a set in her, which at least to try and counter that, is that if the sheriff kills or tries to shoot a jester or an arsonist, it doesn't work. Yeah. And it just backfires. I think that's the way it should be. The one thing that really caused me to, to have a meltdown when I tried streaming Among Us last time, this, this really, really annoyed me, is, uh, so the assassin role, one of the best roles in Modern Among Us, in a meeting... The assassin is an imposter who, if they can guess another player's role, they can just kill them in a meeting. And uh, I, okay, so originally when assassin came out, you couldn't assassinate someone after you'd voted. So if you vote, if, if everyone except one player has voted and then someone just dies, it's like, oh, the one player that hasn't voted yet, that's the killer. That's the assassin. But then an update came out where that was no longer the case and you could now assassinate after voting. So that's that's good. That means that you, there's not some weird speed test thing for voting to, to clear yourself. However, we ended up playing a different mod the other day and everyone else had voted and I assassinated someone and everyone's like, oh, it's you. Harkoni, it's you. Everyone else has voted. And I'm like, what? But no, that doesn't... One of you could have done the assassination, right? And like, no, that's a different mod. And this just really annoyed me. Yeah. Because it's like, you've now got to remember different rule sets for different mods and then different people's lobby settings and different this and different that. And it's like, it's so hard to play the game well now because part of playing well is knowing it inside and out, knowing the interactions and how they work. And when it's so random, for me, it really takes a lot away from the game. I mean, yeah. that, that was weird because you was playing Town of Us when you, you assassined... Like, because other roles you can right, assassinate right. after you vote. Okay, so other roles you can turn of us. But you, but you couldn't in turn of us. But yeah. yeah, when you did turn of us, you could. So since it's been, it's it's weird, but um, it's very confusing. Can you in sub? I think you can in submerged as well, which is another a different mod entirely. Like, yeah, because there's three popular mods right now: submerged, town of us, and other roles. And some of them have they work completely different, and it's just keep them the same. Yeah. Keep them the same. But if you if your other roles, you've got jackal, you've got sidekick. In Town of Us, you've got Glitch. They work differently, but the name different. If yeah. you've got Medic in one, Medic in the other, have them the same. 
arsonist haven't worked exactly the same and yeah yeah i, I personally don't like other roles at all no no i once or twice i enjoyed it and then it just lost its source for me along with the game it it's it's not among us in any shape or form in my opinion it's like town of us was a mod enhanced the game other roles i feel like it's just a completely different game there's no social deduction there's no there's no excitement around the game it's just like you go in it's like kill kill oh this has happened it's chaotic and then everyone's like oh the game's finished and there's yeah. no there's no satisfaction at the end of the game I that agree. you used to get with, yeah. with the original among us everything's so chaotic now it's like instead of it you're trying to do the social deduction if you catch someone doing something there's like a hundred different ways that that outcomes happen so there's no way to but you know who i blame for this i don't blame the mod makers i don't blame the people running the lobbies i blame the devs i blame inner sloth the fact that we are having to rely on mods to keep this game alive to play this game is is bizarre to me they've still not got all the roles they promised in the first trailer they announced new roles there was scientist and there was sheriff a sheriff and they haven't and really still not added sheriff it's just mad. It's just mad. Like, it would be so much better, in my opinion, if we could just play the, the, the game as it is. But there's no there's no way anyone would still be playing Among Us if without mods. No. no. Well, I say anyone. Like, there's obviously casual people that maybe get together with their friends once a month and they're like, oh, let's play Among Us a bit, sure. But, like, no one would be playing regularly no. without the role. And no one would have been for... It'd be more of a party like a, game. For, like, a yeah. year, it would be dead already. Yeah. Um, Slushy Goose, the original creator of Town of Us... Uh, now works for um what's the name of the company? they work for the game goose goose duck what's yeah. the name of the company i've literally my brain's oh, gone the p like pydex or something that's probably wrong but pydex pydex or paradex something like that no i have no fizzy, idea fizzy dex i swear it begins with a p you keep thinking that i don't know fizzy, ignore me fizzy, i swear it begins with a p. maybe it's psi something i'm convinced it begins with a p psionics no oh. that's that's rocket league mate oh. that's yeah. rocket league nice try though <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just the doors that way. Hey, it's so it's so familiar. Okay, I'm not playing. It it's going to come back to me at some point in this podcast, and I'll kick myself. But yeah, anyway, Slushy works on Goose Goose Duck now, um, and and I kind of think it's a shame that that people aren't just playing that because yeah, I genuinely think we're at the point now where Goose Goose Duck is just objectively better than Among Us in 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 almost every way. But like. It's just the name Among Us is popular. Yeah, it blew up, became this massive meme that people know that and don't know. I, I don't stuff. think if if I when I stream Among Us now, I, I like my viewership artificially like doubles. I don't think the same would happen if I stream Goose Goose Dark, which is a shame because frankly, I'd prefer to stream Goose Goose Dark. There's great people, you know, working on that game. You've even S- got a hat in that as well. I've even got a hat in that. <laughs> Slushy, Slushy himself obviously is fantastic. He is the reason Among Us stayed alive for as long as it did. I, I've i said before, and I've received some criticism for, before by saying that, that it's Slushy's fault that Among Us is dying for me because he's moved away from Among Us. But like, I don't... I don't mean that in a negative way for Slushy at all, ever. I, I would never That's more say of a anything. compliment. Probably, it's actually yeah. meant as a compliment. Yeah. It's, a better way of phrasing it would be, Among Us only stayed alive for as long as it did because of Slushy Goose. Losing him is, is a huge loss yeah. for that community. Um, that was a really special time that from around January to the summer where, yeah. you know, you played with the same creators over and over again and you got to know each other and the, the interactions and the quality of the content would slowly go up and up and up. And then obviously with Slushy's input, having that evolution of the game and being able to play the game and the people who really love the game mm-hmm. give that instant feedback. And the next day it was in the game. Yeah. That was yeah. such a the, special this, time. This was game. amazing. All the changes. Like, yeah. you know, like you got Alterist added in. Yeah, because Slushy, Slushy you know, started watching my stream regularly and... Uh, 
and I'd make a suggestion for a role like this medic medic change and let you study your over next yeah. next day it would be in the game yeah. it's like mad I'm, me and my stream together came up with the altruist role this is another thing so altruist is a crewmate a good guy that when they find a dead body they can press a button and they kill themselves in order to revive the dead body now it, originally people were like that's a bit broken isn't it well it's not broken because it takes like between five to ten seconds for this body to come back to life and if someone comes along and reports your body before they come back to life you've just killed yourself for nothing so it's that's where the risk reward comes in um the way they play now in these lobbies altruist is on a one second res timer <sighs> literally yeah. like you die and then it was like half a second once yeah i watched it, it happen like someone died the other guy immediately go, it's like what is this yeah. what has this become because you can get so much information when you're dead before you are res you can float but around it's... and you can try and see people then not and to try and compare happening. it to a card game although that's kind of what i'm doing i get <laughs> excuse me i guess it's power creep I guess it's so in, in a card game power creep is where expansions come out and in order to to make the new cards exciting on average they are more powerful than than the original set and then like right. another expansion will come out and on average they are slightly more not like crazy more powerful but like what what happens is over the period of over a period of five years if you compare what a deck in a card game looks like now compared to how it looked five years ago it's way like today's cards are way stronger it happens in hearthstone happens in Yu-Gi-Oh, happens in pokemon and the reason that happens is because otherwise people wouldn't keep buying the new cards right yeah. they need to be enticing and they need to be but i guess it's kind of like that with among us and that altruist timer has to be low because it's too weak now with all of the other crazy roles yeah in order to make altruist as strong as everything else the timer has to be set to one or two and that's it's just an example of the game just sort of going out of control especially yeah. especially with the other roles as well is that you've got the two imposters potentially three depending on how many you're playing with you then could have a jacqueline a sidekick as soon as that altruist is res you could have four or five people coming after you <laughs> you know so the chance of you getting to a safe plot uh, is is it's yeah. get, it makes it even now jamobo i've heard you saying the sentence quite a few times you say something like i can't wait for the next among us i really want the next among us yeah that's that's something you've said to me a few times what, what do you mean by that so kind of like i said before that it was just a special time i mean when uh when you used to post your lobbies in the discord and you'd react and get in like every single day i'd be so excited to see the result of that list and if I was going to be on it. And when I was, when I was, I would be, I'd be buzzing and I'd be like, yes, I'm in the lobby again. And you, you look who's in the list and you're like, oh yes, Zero's playing, this person's playing. It's, <laughs> gonna, it's a cracked lobby. It's going to, it's going to be great. And my stream grew quicker as a result. Um, I really enjoyed the streaming. My community really enjoyed the streaming. I met loads of people and Twitch is just, I still love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of lost that magic a little bit. Yeah. I feel disconnected from people that I used to speak to a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, I feel like it's not the same Twitch. So by the next game, I mean, a game where you have those interactions with other streamers, you know, for six to 10 people, and you can meet new streamers that are doing really cool, innovative things and bring them in. And just that level of excitement for both the community and the streamers, I think it's just missing on Twitch at the moment. Yeah. And we always love playing with each other, but it's that next level of excitement, yeah. isn't it? Where you literally cannot wait to to play again. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I mean, um, I... I felt that way when I started streaming Among Us. I got on the Among Us train quite late because, uh, so the way I got into it is I started streaming, not streaming, I started playing in the Sips lobbies. Sips did a, did a tweet where he said, um, anyone, any EU people, Sips from the Yogscars, does any EU people want to um, 
want to play Among Us at 11 a.m. UK time. I was like, yeah, okay, I know Sips. I've met him a couple of times. Um, I've played Among Us. I'll, I'll reply to this tweet. And he added me to his Discord server. And he, every day, he would put up a list of who's playing. And I got in like maybe twice a week at first. Uh, and I didn't stream it either because I was completely family friendly on stream at the time. Uh, I had a, a very good partnership with Supercell. Uh, and I was part of the creator program. And if I'd swear on my stream, I, I couldn't be part of that. So, so I, I didn't stream it, but I played it and loved it. And then it must have been, I think it was late January. I decided, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I'm playing with such huge creators. I literally, I'm getting up every morning. I cannot wait to join. I'm going to give this a go. Wolf of Bell had taken over the lobby because Sips had stopped playing. And for whatever reason, I don't know why. I don't think I'll ever know why. Wolf of Bell picks me every single day. Every night I had that thing like you had, yeah. Jamoba. Genuinely, exactly the same thing. Every night... I'd be like waiting for this lobby list to get, but sometimes it wouldn't post it until like one or 2 a.m. And every night I'd wait for it. And then it got to the point where every night I, I was, I was pleased. I was like, oh my God, I'm on there. Uh, and still every night I still had that tent that it's like, am I going to get picked tomorrow? But yeah. Um, and I started streaming it and it, and it popped off and it blew up. And, uh, and again, I, I could not wait to get up in the morning and get on stream. And it was a mix between the new great friends I'd made, the game being fun and my numbers on Twitch going up and up. Like it's all very exciting. And uh, it really was a magical time. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, same for me. The amount of follows, follows I'd get per stream, the amount of engagement, everything was just the perfect balance. I, from from April 2020 to um, to December 2020, I went from 7,000 followers on Twitch to 10,000 followers on Twitch, right? So that's between April and December. And I remember I my goal for the end of the year was can I hit 10K before the end of the year? And I think I got it my last stream of the year. Between January 2021 and March 2021, I went from 10,000 to 20,000. Yeah, that's insane. Because of Among Us, because I was getting like 200 followers a day. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So I agree with you in that I'd love to have another game that where like everyone's excited to play yeah. and get on together. And But I feel like I feel like people are pretty done with social deduction now. Well, I say people. Reptar, who is hopefully going to be on soon, uh, and Ozza and all of them, they're playing every, every day still and they're still mm-hmm. loving it. 12 hours today. 12 hours 12 today. Hours today. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know if it's 12 hours of Among Us, but it's a 12-hour stream, and I think a huge segment of that is Among Us. My longest ever Among Us day was I did the Wolf of Bell lobby. Yeah, that's right. I did the Wolf Bell lobby from 11 until 2. I did my lobby from 2 until 4. I did Hafu lobby from 4 until 7. And then I did a, a family-friendly lobby. Because uh, I was specifically invited in it, Sweet Anita was playing in it. And right. like, yeah, you should play in it. And that was from seven until ten. So that was that was a solid what eleven hours of Among Us. That's the longest Among Us day I ever had. Yeah. But you probably would you say that you enjoyed the whole day? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I averaged yeah. about eight hundred, nine hundred viewers. Like it was, it was nuts. Yeah, that's the thing. The people that still play it, I think, like they can't enjoy it as much as they originally did. Surely yeah. not. It surely cannot have that magic that it used to be. Chilled, Chaos, Zeroil Viking, you know, they big content creators that still mm-hmm. play it every day. But I, I think one of the problems with Twitch is that segues quite nicely into this other issue is that people tend to, when, when you get pigeonholed into streaming a game, you can feel quite trapped into streaming that game. And it's like, for me, you know, the fact that I was streaming Among Us with 800 viewers and now I stream like halo to 60 viewers like that's it's crazy that drop off absolutely crazy did you have that at all with plants vs zombies I did. so i started streaming in like 2016 
<laughs> on and off and stuff like that but when the second plants versus zombies came came out i was streaming all the time i'd get like six seven hundred people watching and stuff like that and i did that for a while took a break came back and stuff and i was enjoying it and then it got to the point where i'm like i didn't enjoy streaming plants versus zombies anymore right for mainly the fact that there would be five six people that would go out their way probably every game to try and just stream snipe me and stuff which right. didn't make it fun i'd obviously been playing plants versus zombies shooters since 2014 so that kind of I still play it every now and then, but I can't play it like I did before, yeah. like Among Us now. So I just decided I'm just not going to stream PvZ anymore or very little. I knew I'd get a big drop in viewers and stuff like that, but I was like, that's what I'm going to do because I don't want to stream and just not have fun. It's so tricky because it's like guaranteed, if you stream the game that you hate, it's like guaranteed money, guaranteed mm-hmm. viewership, guaranteed, you know, positive comments, etc. But like... It gets to the point where it's just not worth it anymore. Like yeah. you, you want to stream it. You want it to be a fun thing. You know, you don't try and grow yourself on YouTube and Twitch only to then hate it. Like it's hard enough to get there in the first place. You need to be enjoying it. And so I don't know. I get to the point where it's like, yeah, I've taken a huge pay cut, you know, but I think I'm still glad I did that. I'm going to try and grow myself as a more of a variety or, or, yeah. or other games that I still do love. You know, I'm trying to grow myself in the halo community i've even been playing a little bit of hearthstone again which is a game that i i was really pigeonholding at first that was my game that got me into esports i'm really enjoying hearthstone battlegrounds so i've been playing that a lot recently playing a little bit of that on stream i think when you hit that realization i think it actually makes you a better creator anyway i don't yeah. know if you've seen uh devin nash actually does a video on this and he says if devin nash did it i've seen it <laughs> he basically <laughs> says he says these top creators he was like they don't care they don't care about their numbers. Yeah. They don't care about how things look. He was like, they're like, look at these overlays. They're like, their overlays suck, but they don't care because they just focus on having fun and making good yeah. content. And that's that's kind of the, the, the point that I've hit now as well. I, I don't look at my numbers while I'm live. I don't look yeah. at the analytics. I don't think about what game I'm playing. I turn my stream on. I have a rough set plan and I finish. And now I enjoy it so much more. And if anything comes of it, then great. But if it doesn't, then... I think I think there's a there's a balance there, right? Because like so for the last I would say for the last year now, I, I also I don't look at my viewership while live, but I will after the stream. One of the first things I do after every stream is I'll look and I see how I did, what I averaged, if there's any peaks, if there's any like, you know, troughs. Um and and you know recently i switched to evenings and i've been looking at it and i've been like scrutinizing it and i've been saying to Toby, yeah, numbers weren't so good. And he's like it's just day, like why are you looking at it? And I'm like, well, because just I've got to right, like I I need to be able to see like what was working and what wasn't. And he was like, "Well, look at it in two weeks. Like, look at the last two weeks together." It's like well, you, you're probably right. I should do that, but then I'm not going to remember like if I got raided. I'm not going to remember if I switched to this game. I'm going to see see it take a dump, and I'm going to forget that. Oh, that's because my internet disconnected and stuff like that. So uh, there's I think there's a balance, and I think I think it it can be important to to look at these numbers and look at these stats and look at what works and what didn't. But like obsessing over them yeah it's definitely a bad thing <laughs> yeah i think when it's when it when, when you do treat it as your job as well it's something that's a lot more important yeah like for me when i changed when i decided i didn't want to stream plants versus zombies as much anymore that was an easy decision to make because i have my youtube and that's whereas, your if you're, job, yeah. whereas if you're just streaming and that's your income and that's your job it's there's so much more pressure on it it's got to be so much more of a careful decision which is why you want to look at your numbers because you want to know what works and what doesn't work i think Unless you literally catch lightning in a bottle and, and, and really manage to pop off through some miracle. I think for new streamers in 2022, 
I don't think that streaming is your job. I don't think that streaming is any any new creators. I don't think it can be your new, your job. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be my job. I think that it's a supplement. It's a side thing. I think that it's you do run a YouTube channel. You do a Twitch stream as a great way to bring the community together or to help you know grow yourself in general. But I think that anyone that's just doing Twitch and not not anything else. I don't think they're going to see much growth this year. I just don't think it's possible anymore. Yeah, no, I, I'd 100% agree. And probably going to refer to Devin Nash again, but he, he essentially sa- says that thing. He says, you look at the, the big streamers and they all share the same viewership. Twitch is a finite collection of people. It's very yeah. rare that new people come onto the platform. So There's a lot of crossover between your Pokemains and your XQC exactly, viewers yeah. and your Ninja viewers and your... Well, maybe not so much Pokemon and Ninja at the moment, but let's not let's not go down that rabbit hole for now. Yeah, <laughs> but for you to be successful, you need to take a, a share of that pie. So you need to take viewers away from other people, which yeah. is incredibly difficult to do because you know these people have such big platforms and people have been following them for so long. They become so invested in them, they don't want to go anywhere else. So. Twitch is very competitive. Yeah, like it's weird for whatever reason during the that Among Us blow up. My numbers seemed to be going up and up and up back during the early days of the Wolfabell lobby uh, to the point where it's like I was surpassing other people in the lobby. I think for a while I was the second or third biggest streamer in there every day. And when I had entered as like the smallest streamer, mm-hmm. it was really weird. And again, it's just this weird competitive thing where I guess for whatever reason, people would jump in and watch me play Imposter and think, oh, I like watching, watching you play Among Us specifically. I'm going to carry on with that. Whereas obviously YouTube is not competitive. If I make a YouTube video and toby makes a youtube video someone could watch one and then watch the other if me and toby are streaming at the same time you can't watch both i mean like for, from someone before we started playing together as like someone watching your stream i always loved that you always interacted with your chat all the time and then i think one thing either you mentioned or someone else mentioned before is that you used to just sit there and just let people listen to the meeting and what was going on whereas other streamers might have talked over it or they might have done something else yeah i tried to get the balance right with that that's kind of because again the the downside to just sitting and listening is that you know you want to take the opportunity to win people over and have them want to like your personality Mm -hmm. and stuff but at the same time a lot of the time if it's really exciting people want to listen to the meeting um i don't know but yeah it's it was, was always very was welcoming though and you'd always say hi to everybody and have a conversation you know with why them, that whereas... was though is because i was essentially not a new streamer i've been on the platform for years but i was new to any level of viewership like this i'm just excited about it yeah i think that's probably but it, but it's a good with. thing that i feel a lot of people got attracted to because it's like oh i'm going to the stream i can have a conversation so with them. i wonder how you get that back when you lose that excitement because the numbers have gone down and everything's gotten a little bit straight i wonder how you wonder how you get that feeling back. Mm-hmm. wonder how you get that vibe back. I think that's potentially an unanswerable question. Yeah. It's a difficult one. Like, you can't force an emotion which is driven by that excitement. you got to find that next thing that you can't wait to get out of bed to, to do on Twitch, I guess. Yeah. Which, once again, going back, could be that next Among Us game and playing with the people that you love playing with and you're excited to hang out with the community and stuff. Like, it's going to come at some point you always get that game which explodes and pops off and you've got to just get on it as soon as you can enjoy it before it becomes saturated and then everyone's done with it because everything gets milked you know fortnite came out battle royale every game was doing a battle royale i now hate battle royales i'm bored of them social deduction came out everyone's doing social deduction and it's like that next thing. Yeah, gonna... Rust was one as well, wasn't it? Rust was a big trend just mm-hmm. before yeah. Among Us. Yeah. Fall Guys was a trend before that. Um, Fall Guys. 
Wow. That game, to be fair, Fall Guys is pretty good at the moment. Yeah. I saw someone stream it not too long ago with a bunch of new levels, and it seems pretty cool. So I'm probably going to play it again because every time I play it, I have fun and I yeah. love it. I just don't think of playing the it. The problem with Fall Guys is that that first update came out too slowly. They released the game, and then the first update took months mm -hmm. and people got bored and given up but then some of the more recent updates where they introduced the team playlist and the stuff like that that's really good well guys it's pretty good now as they started doing the updates for fall guys that's when among us blew up which yeah. obviously took people away from fall guys both having the beans in the same similar yeah. style as well the uh the custom lobbies as well yeah were, were amazing that that one that you organized that time I that was it. the uh, most yeah. fun i'd had on twitch for a long time post among us yeah it was, was fun good competitive i'm a competitive person and he was and having a good laugh you could you know you won you had... a couple of them didn't you sir i think yeah, i won custom. one or two crowns yeah. did you win any challenge I, I won two yeah did you there was because we had that that big rivalry yeah thing. it was like you have that discord called the ogs or whatever yeah right? that's the, right the two big... different discord servers and then we were like oh yeah we're the we're the smaller guys that we all <laughs> sort of teamed up and there was a bit of controversy because i'd already won one game and we'd we'd got to another game where we had quite a lot of our discord um in the final and everyone had sort of teamed up to make sure that one of us had won <laughs> and it was me and another guy left i can't remember who it was but we were both on the same discord so we we're like yes we won as a team and everyone was going jamobo jump off you've already won one let him win and i was just like no <laughs> i was like i'm selfishly gonna win this and i won it bragging, bragging rights yeah. bragging rights yeah. you know i wanted the most wins of the day which i think i actually i managed to achieve but like ellen was cracked i remember yeah. ellen being so Alan's good, good yeah. and gid obviously gid is insane oh yeah flexing his twitch well, rivals outfit yeah. he had to change it because people used to go out of the way to try and get him off it, because it was with good. it was with ellen and um someone else i can't remember who I got my five wins in a row with full guys achievement because finally because we did it in the well, team we game. We got us with Gid. Yeah. You consistently, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we won fourteen games in a row. <laughs> How insane is that? It's really good. Yeah. It wasn't just the normal game though. It was it was more of a team based one. It was like four teams, yeah. and you had to there, be the top team. But there, there was only one time you know. I've ever sacrificed myself to not win a crown in full guys, and it was it was before it was before teams. I I was playing with. I think I was playing with Freya and Lexi and one other person. I can't remember who the other person was. But um, it was the final game and it was the... I can't remember what it's called now. You know the one where the, the thing spins around you got to jump over it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Show, can't remember. Jump I showdown. Jump showdown, yeah. The jump showdown. And uh, we got to the point where it was just me and Freya and a random. <laughs> so I just grabbed the random. Did you grab the random? We grabbed the random and we both we both went flying off and Freya won. It was great. <laughs> I've tried to do that myself and it's gone horribly wrong. I've grabbed them as the thing's coming round. I've let go at the last second. They've jumped and then you can't jump as soon as you let go. And grab them. <laughs> I got knocked off and then that was it. <laughs> no, Full Guys was good fun. It's it's a shame that the game didn't get updated more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like we've moved into an era now where live service is the kind of the name of the game, isn't it? If like, you don't update frequently, people don't play it for long. And I move mean, on. Among Us as an example, they were going to make Among Us 2. And then when Among Us blew up in popularity, they said, actually, we're not going to make Among Us 2. We're going to keep Among Us up to date. Mm -hmm. They haven't. They haven't done it quickly enough anyway. No. Um, and I think, and people are going to get annoyed at me for bringing this example up. I think Fortnite is the perfect example of a live service game done right. 
because they did something new every week every 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 week every week for about two years they added a new weapon or a piece of equipment or healing item so it's like every monday every week there's a new item i used to be excited waking up on whatever update it was it was like a tuesday or something and they'd bring out like the patch notes and i would read the patch notes and see what they added i'd jump on i'd try and find this new item try and get a victory royale with it or something for a video or whatever in addition to that they'd change the map in some way there'd be some sort of story like i remember in one of the early seasons there was a comet in the sky mm-hmm. and every week the comet got bigger and you know when you first noticed that it's like, that's pretty cool and then um, they have all the live events where you can like watch the volcano it all erupting stuff, that yeah. was very like fortnite is is the the live service game that, that i can think of that's done it the best mm-hmm. there's no game that's done live world building live events and that kind of thing quite as well as fortnite i think destiny's come pretty close um but fortnite really nailed that and it bugs me that the Halo Infinite, which is a game I was so excited for because of the live service mode. It's like, great, they're going to update, they're going to add maps regularly, they're going to add weapons regularly. The game's, been out for, the game's been out for 80 days now. There hasn't been anything new, maybe a game really? mode. Fortnite has all the the big brand deals as well, though, which I think massively helps sure. their, their target audience. But, but even before that, right? They didn't even, have any for ages. Even before Disney and even yeah. before all of that, even before you could you could play as Rick from rick and morty and shoot batman even before that right like they didn't have any brand deals like that for like two years yeah because they they they, their game i don't know if it still is or not but they had it in a beta for a long period of time which allowed them to do all these updates because it was a beta they didn't need to go through certification testing to add new content into the game as soon as they come out of beta they had to do every every time they wanted to add a new weapon they'd have to go through testing which could take weeks or something like that if something's done wrong they then need to fix it so then being in beta they kind of found a a gray area or a loop loophole in the system so they could just keep adding content right and that's what halo's lacking i think the ability to just do stuff quickly mm-hmm. because a like, big team battle was broken for about two months and they they had a patch that they worked on over christmas and they they, they released this patch that didn't didn't fix it they worked on a new patch and i remember the day that i i went from being because i've been a bit of a shill right i've been very very positive about halo because i think the game the base gameplay is freaking fantastic i don't i haven't played anything i've enjoyed as much as that in a long time um it's just the the live updates that's been bad and the, and the broken things but it was the point where they said okay this was this update came out on a thursday we've got a new patch um we think this one's going to fix it so it's going to go through the certification process on monday and then if all goes well the patch should be out next thursday and i'm reading that and i'm like why if you've got the patch like why is it you have to jump through all of these loops like why do you have to jump through all the hoops to go through certification like obviously there's that's the infrastructure they've got and that's what they've got to deal with but that's not a good infrastructure for a live service game if something goes wrong they need to be able to fix it mm-hmm. immediately that's why i think a lot of uh companies have started adding certain things into the game i think dead by daylight's an example they've done like a massive update i think in the last couple of months whereas you had to do a big update but then if something goes wrong like a character's bugged instead of them needing to bring out a patch to do something they can just flick a switch to disable it and then flick a switch to re-enable it again and they don't need to go through that system i think a lot more games are starting to do things like that but it's a massive process to get that in the first place i'm hoping that when halo infinite season 2 comes out that there's like this big update that um that adds a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that this is gonna sound really weird i'm hoping that they hold some of it back i'm hoping that they do sort of stagger the release of stuff i'd love it if they released a new map every month I think that would be cool. I think, what if every two weeks there was a new map and then, uh, and then, or even once a month a new map 
and once a month a new weapon mm-hmm. and you know they staggered so every two weeks there's something new even that would be good instead of adding the new update five new weapons but, five new maps or yeah. whatever it is obviously that's probably an exaggeration but instead of adding it all but then once, i say that and people are gonna time. be saying no they shouldn't be holding anything back they should be releasing it as soon as it's ready and like i, I don't know I don't know. I have many, many opinions when it comes to Halo Infinite and the live service model. I've got a YouTube channel on it. Go check it out if you're interested. But uh, he's but got some yeah. really good videos. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for the plug, Zero. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> you do though. They are really well edited and they're really helpful. And the most recent ones are, are really good. The you, level of quality you, you might not know this, but uh, it's there's. This, I've got a secret Halo YouTube channel. Right. Oh. I I'm and this is Toby's idea. I remember him mentioning yeah. this. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm uploading to a second channel which is just the Halo stuff, but I'm not I'm not like sharing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not promoting it no. or anything. Just to see how it does and um, if you can get a. Call I I want to see if because supposedly the quality's good. Toby seems to think it is, um, and the thumbnails are all good. I didn't do those, but the thumbnails are very good. So I'm seeing if like if on my channel it's getting like watered down because so many people have subscribed to me from Among Us. And I'm worried that them not clicking on the Halo videos is telling YouTube, these videos aren't popular. Don't push them out more. So I'm wondering if it's on a fresh channel and I don't promote it to people, I'm wondering if the YouTube algorithm is going to do its thing or not. Yeah, I, I think that's smart. I, 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 I'm considering doing something like that with my channel and doing other games that are not Plants vs. Zombies related on another channel for that reason, because I know in the past other people have made separate channels. But, for algorithms but so far as it stands i haven't even shared it in like my discord server mm-hmm. i've just literally because i don't want people to, to on my discord server yeah well, sure yeah i'll subscribe to support you and then not click on the videos i want to try and have only people subscribed that are actually going to you want to proper click. halo true fans that are find this information you currently i have four subscribers okay i know that one is toby i know that one is hands because he found it <laughs> um and uh, i've got two i don't know who the other two are Mm-hmm. And I did have one comment that says, it's very exciting. I'm not going to find it now. Hang on. Comments. Okay. I do have one comment that says, underrated channel for real. And I don't know this guy. Uh, comments like that can, can, can make a lot and mean a lot. But it's like, if, if your channel can slowly grow, for example, you've got four subscribers now. That person's commented if they like another video and they comment and you find a few more people and yeah. you slowly start getting a little bit of attraction maybe mm-hmm. even if it's like five likes those five likes can make a difference for one more person to find it that then could make it six likes and but i'm finding it really fascinating looking at the analytics and looking at the reach and to seeing like how many impressions the video is getting like how much is youtube pushing it out that mm-hmm. kind of thing because yeah. obviously it's fresh channel my most recent video has only got 10 views on there but it's just really interesting looking at the sort of like reach graph and that kind of thing yeah how do you decide whether to upload on that channel or your original channel? I'm going to do both. You're going to do both? For now. Well, mostly. I, I There is one video that's exclusive to the uh, new channel so far. Oh, so you upload them on both? But yeah. I to- see. Toby said to upload on both. It's just an experiment. Yeah. I don't think I really lose anything from uploading no. to both. I think one example of like second channels and algorithms is like T. Martin. He did Call of Duty, was known as Call of Duty. And he made a second channel, Team Out in 2, where he did GTA and he did all these other games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because his main channel was Call of Duty. His second channel has got double the subscribers of his first one yeah. because that was just Call of Duty. Whereas this, he, he posts on that one more because he enjoys doing all of these there other are variety so games. Many, I feel they didn't work there are on. so many arguments like for or against making a second channel. Like Some people will say you should have a YouTube channel for each different topic you cover entirely. 
Um, and then other people will say, no, you shouldn't do that. You can just all put it on one channel and it's fine. I don't think at this point, even you, employees at YouTube know exactly how the YouTube algorithm works. No. I genuinely don't. I feel like it changes so much. Yeah. They can't tell you. Yeah. I mean, apparently the TikTok algorithm, according to the Casper UK, our friend who's a big TikToker, he says that algorithm changes pretty much every week as well. So like, it's, it's impossible to keep track of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Toby is starting to make Zelda content on his Pokemon YouTube channel. And he's he's interested in seeing how that goes now. Um, but again, he, in theory, he could have started a new channel for that. And he decided not to. Yeah. But it's so mad because he he started making Pokemon card videos, right? And then he started his own, his Pokemon card channel. And that channel didn't do very well. It didn't do as well as he expected. And he just thinks it's mad that like he's got this massive audience that will watch everything Pokemon, Pokemon theory videos. They love them. But as soon as it's Pokemon cards, that same audience, not interested. It's, but it's, yet so many other people love Pokemon card. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad how these audiences can be so so different, even though the topic is so similar. Like yeah. the audiences, people that watch his Pokemon theory videos just aren't interested in Pokemon card videos. Mm-hmm. It's mad. You could, I think you could say that about loads of different things though, you know, even down to like books and films, like Game of Thrones, for instance, mm-hmm. watched the whole series, absolutely loved it, never read the books and I had no desire to read the books. So sure. you could do a topic on the book and I wouldn't be bothered about it. You could do a topic on the film and I would be really interested in it. Yeah. So that, I guess it's kind of the same with anything, even with Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. I used to love the card game, but as I got older, I moved towards the video games and the more interactive side of it as opposed to the physical game. That's so true. So I kind, of, I kind of grew away from it and I probably wouldn't be interested in that, but I would be interested in the game. So yeah. That's true. I actually would not be interested in Pokemon unboxings, but I enjoy watching people do Nuzlocks and do things. And I yeah. even watched Pokemon, uh, Toby's video where he defeated with the previous gym leaders. Yeah, Pokemon. yeah. I really like that video, but Pokemon unboxing is just not for me, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Pokemon cards is a huge thing at the moment. It has been for the last couple of years because of the sort of value of the, like the market has exploded. People are making stupid amounts of money selling, selling the, like the older cards and that kind of thing. Like, I think that a lot of people really are into Pokemon card unboxings and that kind of thing, but just, it's just not, it's just not Toby's audience, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's quite an exciting thing. It's, it's the same as um, when people do like FIFA pack openings. It's, it's kind of that excitement of not knowing what, what you're going to get. And is it, was it Logan Paul or Jake Paul? One of them bought the that the, that pack of Pokemon cards off Logan. eBay. Logan, like, that was Logan Paul. Three million yeah. or whatever, and it was fake. Yeah. Like that in itself is insane. Oh, was it Logan? It might have been Jake. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, was yeah, it was Logan. I ended up watching it, and it was like a lot of it was fake, and that like, it got verified by the people who said that they thought it was legit as well. So they got done over by it as well. But yeah, I think there was like six boxes. He had. He said he's, he has like another twelve or something that were legit, but those like six or seven boxes were all fake. Yeah. Yeah, that is terrifying that, that can happen. Like, I mean, Logan, Logan Paul's got a lot of money, you know. Let's Three million face, let's isn't much it. to like, him. To him, yeah. it's not. But much, it's still but... a massive investment. That's then you've been scammed, you know, which is a massive problem with Pokemon cards. Maybe and, and he, other things. He may have made more as a result of being scammed, though, through the traction and publicity that that would have gained. Maybe it was more beneficial for him to actually get I don't, scammed. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know how many views you need to make three million back on YouTube. But, but it's the, the other stuff that comes yeah. with it, isn't it? The exposure and the brand deals. And, yeah. and his, he, he's released that drink now as well, hasn't he? So, you know, how many sales oh, with KSI yeah. might he get as a result of him getting scammed? I yeah. don't know. It's difficult to... It's crazy to things. think of, like, obviously, like, the, his worst period and he's where he is now. You know, it's crazy. Like, he said this himself, but, like, KSI literally saved his career. Yeah. Which I agree with. I think if he didn't do his boxing with KSI, I don't think he would be where he is now. 
You think? Do you think KSI? So I hadn't actually heard of KSI until the boxing. Oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah. It was loads. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, the fact I didn't know who the sidemen were until I was chatting to Freya. It was like we're friends in the sidemen. Oh, oh, okay. Like I had no idea. I had really? No idea. I only I I knew about KSI. Didn't really know about the others until like, like a couple of years ago or something like that. And I people have mentioned sidemen, but I had no idea who they were. I'd heard of Phase more than sidemen and stuff because I used to know competitive yeah. and stuff. But I'd, I'd heard of KSI from a from a long time ago, which is making me think earlier about when you said your name was Zero. His KSI actually came from a clan tag, so he was in a clan called KSI or whatever. Oh, okay. but that's what he's known for now as the as the clan name, which is yeah. which is quite funny. But also going back to. The conversation at the start about about knowing them um, and when you're saying about hidden youtube channels i used to have a youtube channel which i used to upload uh call of duty montages on yeah and vicstar messaged my channel this is when you could add friends and message people on youtube i don't know if you can remember this saying hey i really like your channel can you upload my video with a link back link back to his and, and i did and, and look at him now so vic if you're watching you can turn the favor, mate. <laughs> well there you go yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, I just checked my watch, guys, and it is actually... We're almost out of time. Oh, no. Um, it goes really quick. It, yeah. it did go very quickly. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the reveal now. We're not actually... We're not actually live with this first one. We had to, uh, to pre-record it because Jamoba's got a birthday party to go to. Uh, so yeah. I, I need to get Jamoba to train, and I need to, to get this video ready to actually go live on Twitch at 7 p.m. So if you are watching on Twitch, sorry, you've kind of been scammed, but don't go anywhere because immediately after the podcast ends, so any minute now, Zero and me are going to do a little just chatting stream uh, probably for the rest of the night. So hang out, don't leave. Uh, if you're watching um, on YouTube or listening via any podcasting app, I hope you enjoyed. We'll be back every single week with another episode of Content House. But before we go... Um, Zero, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or anything? Uh, this is your thing. I'm just happy to help. No, you I know, and... but you, you know, and you get to guests get to get to promote their um, thing. So go ahead. Just make sure you tune into the other podcast because there's going to be a lot of cool people coming. Maybe, maybe you want a part two so we can get more time with Jamobo sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to come back if, uh, if people enjoyed this one and a few weeks down the line, people want to see us again then yeah i'd, I'd, I'd definitely come back we'll run a poll run a poll in, in twitch chat live now should i should i have them back yes no let you decide you i'm gonna be i'm like... gonna be worried when when it's no yeah <laughs> we'll be watching zero we'll be we watching will, we'll we set will. it up my living we'll be watching know. this as um Jamobo, would you like to promote anything uh, don't be I, as modest as zero come on i guess if if you if you've enjoyed this and want to see more of this just make sure that you support falc somehow oh, like sake. you see that the, the equipment and the time that these things take costs a lot of money and time um but if you'd like me and want to check me out then you can come see me at twitch uh jamobo i play with falc so he may say go. something in chat around this point depending on where he is on his train <laughs> yeah i could watch on my train back actually <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash zero fusion twitch.tv forward slash jamobo and of course twitch.tv forward slash I almost managed that? to go. The... I want to subscribe to that. <laughs> I, I, almost spell it. <laughs> I almost managed to go the whole podcast without fumbling my words there. That was great. Twitch.tv forward slash Falcone for uh, regular streams. And of course, the podcast every Saturday at 7 p.m. GMT. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been the first episode of Podcast. <laughs> oh. All right, guys, we've got to refilm the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the first episode of Content House. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.